Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. When coaching to emotional intelligence, we really need to recognize the five main areas of emotional intelligence. Those are self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, social skills, and empathy. So when we think about the different ways of coaching, we also have to take into the context of what we're coaching to. So let's say, for example, we have someone who really struggles with self-regulation. They're disruptive, they're interruptive, uh, they typically are, yeah, but it's not my fault. And then we want them to become better teammates. Think about that combination. Somebody who doesn't look in the mirror, somebody who's very disruptive, really doesn't give you a chance to speak, or really cuts you off from even allowing themselves an opportunity to improve. Now, let's also say we have somebody who's, let's say, maybe arrogant. They really lack self-awareness, and there's a big presentation coming up, and they're shooting from the hip. They feel like they're just the greatest presenters in the world, and you know they're not, and you have to have a conversation with them. Or what do you do if somebody who's lacking motivation what do we typically do? We tell people, you know, you got to be motivated. Come on, pick it up. You got to be more energetic. And how often do we know people who are socially clumsy? They kind of lack some of those social skills. Or maybe they're not aware that they lack in those social skills. And one of my favorites is empathy. How often do we have somebody who is really abrasive and they hide behind the cliche, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. And what they're really doing is giving themselves permission to be rude. So the five areas, again, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, social skills, empathy, they all require coaching. So let's go through each one for a second. Self-awareness. The way you build self-awareness is by asking questions. You don't tell somebody they have a negative attitude. You don't tell somebody they're not ready for the presentation. You ask questions. So let me give you an example. Let's take our person who really feels like they're ready for the presentation. You might ask a question such as, so what are you trying to achieve and, and, and how have you gone about practicing to facilitate that achievement? Now that question seems a little soft, but think about the question. What am I really saying? You practiced, right? Gosh, I hope you practiced. By asking a question, you planted a seed. See, here's the thing about coaching. We plant seeds. We don't grow people. We plant seeds. They decide if the seed is going to grow. So self-awareness really requires good conversational questioning skills. So let me give you another example. This is a combination of a hypothetical third-party question. I might say to this person who really feels like they're ready for the presentation, I might use the following question. So Jack, hypothetically, if your best friend were here right now and they were to tell you they don't think they're re that you're ready, why do you think they would say that to you? 
Now, what have I done? Hypothetically, I'm not really asking it, so you lower your defenses. I'm bringing in your best friend as a third-party element to distract you from what? Not putting up a wall and hopefully being more honest with yourself. And it gives them a different perspective on the conversation. See, here's the thing about coaching, especially when people lack self-awareness, which is probably the number one thing we try to do with coaching, is to build self-awareness so we can take action on what we see. Most people just don't open that door. Most people don't let you in. So think about someone with a negative attitude. We call them into our office and say, Charlie, you got a really crappy attitude. And they go, oh, Tim, thank you. I was wondering what my problem was. And they hug and kiss you. Now, I bet you you're laughing. So keep in mind, self-awareness is tough. Use questioning skills. Self-regulation. We can use a lot of questioning skills. Let me take you to the end of the spectrum. And let's say we've exhausted a lot of opportunities. Here's a great strategy. It's a permission-based question plus the sword with a rule of engagement to allow for reflective coaching. So let me go back to Charlie. I might say, you know, Charlie, we've had a lot of conversations. What I'd like to do with your permission is give you a couple perspectives where things really need to improve pretty, pretty dramatically and pretty quickly. And I don't want to make assumptions of what you're willing to do or not willing to do. Now, what I just demonstrated was a permission-based question plus the sword. I'm throwing myself on the sword so I don't make assumptions. Now I'm owning why I'm bringing it up. So once you get permission, you then go into the rule of engagement. So Charlie, what I'd like you to do, which is going to be a little bit unfair, I don't want you to respond. I've given this question a lot of thought, a lot of consideration. I don't want you to respond. I want you to just digest what I'm saying. If you start interrupting, I'm going to get up and walk out. And here's why. I need you to hear this. I need to know that you're really in full listening mode. And believe me, I want your response. But I want to get your response tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I want to give you time to reflect just like I have. I don't want to be unfair to you. So what I just used was a rule of engagement plus reflective coaching. The rule of engagement is I'm not admonishing you, Charlie. I want to be fair to you, Charlie. Time does a wonderful thing with people who struggle with self-regulation. Motivation. There are two schools of thought here. Now, there are a lot of different ways to coach to motivation. Let me give you one strategy. Make sure you know how they're motivated. So there's a great book called The Progress Principle, and they talk about two levels of motivation, intrinsic and extrinsic. Intrinsic, I'm motivated by things within the job. Extrinsic, I see my current job as an opportunity or a platform to move forward uh, into something more maybe within the organization. A lot of people are motivated intrinsically. Let me give you a, a case study. We had a client in the Philadelphia area in financial services, and we had managers, very good, well-intended people, promoting people into people management positions. And I started to notice that some of the feedback we were getting really wasn't on par for history. And I called the L&D director and I said, boy, something's wrong. We did some more investigating and we did a survey. And what we found out was startling. 45% of the people promoted never wanted to be promoted but they felt like they didn't have a voice. So what happened? 
We had managers dictating, telling them, hey, if you get promoted here, if you do a good job, here's where you can go without ever asking them. Almost one out of every two people were not motivated extrinsically. The reason we didn't know is we never asked. Fourth, social skills. The ability to converse and be conversational. Now, you're going to see more and more out on LinkedIn and the internet a concept called conversational leadership. We have to, as leaders, we have to, as in good employees, in the moment, be good conversationalists. Now, let me tell you why this is important. How often are we in a meeting, present company included, and somebody's talking to us, and while they're talking, we're crafting our response? What we tend to do is we listen to respond. We don't listen to understand. So how many times when somebody is talking to us, do they demonstrate active listening, the ability to paraphrase back what they've heard, which does what? Builds trust, builds collaboration and communication. Last, empathy. Really caring about how the other person feels and reacts. So I have a client, a gentleman who is a wonderful man, and he prides himself, as I think I do, prides himself on being honest. He will never let a word go that is not trusted. And what I mean by that is he will not fudge anything. So he is really very straightforward, very blunt, very honest. And his tone and the way he delivers things comes off, perception-wise, not very empathetic. So I asked him a question one day. And I said, you know, I want to share something with you. I just got certified in emotional intelligence. And one of the things it taught me is I have to be more conscientious of being empathetic. I'm as honest as you are, as blunt as you are. And I'm wondering, what thoughts do you have on that? He looked stunned. He said, to be honest with you, I don't know if I've ever really even taken that into consideration because I don't want people to misinterpret what I say. I said, I'm wondering if you can combine both worlds. He said, you mean being blunt and empathetic? I said, yeah. I'm not so sure they're mutually exclusive from one another. He said, you know, I haven't given that a lot of thought. Now I'll stop there. Did he magically become empathetic? No. Does he give it a lot more thought? Absolutely. Is there conversations that are changing because of the way he's approaching people? Because he is conscientiously taking into consideration somebody's feelings, heightening his own awareness of empathy. See, all of these areas, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, social skills, empathy, they all have interdependencies as well. Think about somebody who does not self-regulate that has no empathy. That's a wicked combination. Think about somebody who doesn't self-regulate, and oh, by the way, they don't have social skills. Or how about somebody who's lacking self-awareness, and they don't have a high degree of motivation. So all of these have interdependencies, and what we have to do as coaches is find out what's going on, why it's going on, and more importantly, what we can do about it. Below this audio will be a link to our coaching and emotional intelligence program. It is not just a typical workshop. It is a multifaceted, multi-step approach to helping you 
become not only a better coach, but specifically coaching to emotional intelligence. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.